Hello and welcome to the Actualizing Mediumship Podcast. My name is Mike Bozorski and today I'm going to be talking about mediumship development. Now, I took a survey, a poll for my email list just to see what people um, on my email list, what you guys are interested in, and that came to be mediumship development. So for this episode anyways, I'm going to be talking about mediumship development. Now, I'm going to be giving you an overview of that journey. I'm not going to be going into specifics about the mechanics of mediumship, the clairs, that the the actual workings of the communication, but rather I'm going to give you an overview of that journey of development. And I'm going to also give you my own experience, things that I've learned, and what I've found to be true on this path of mediumship development. So when it comes to mediumship, being a medium, this is going to fall under the category of life calling. In life, in this world, we have like three different categories with things to do in the world. And that is either you have a job or you have a career or you have a life calling. And when it comes to life calling, this tends to be kind of out of the norm, not, you know, not the nine to five job. It's not even a really a career, really. It's, it's your life's work. That's what it is. It's who you are as a person. It's something that is a, a natural and authentic, genuine expression of who you are as a person in this world. And that's what life calling is. Now, when it comes to life calling and what I have found with myself in this work, my calling as a medium, is is that the call will present itself to you. And what you'll find is, is that it's not something that you are necessarily looking to do. It wasn't something you were necessarily even really contemplating, it just kind of happened in its own way, spontaneously, naturally, and synchronistically. Certain events, certain experiences you have had that presented the call to you at the perfect time in your life. And what happens from there is is that you're both very, you're very interested in that thing that spontaneously has arised and manifested in your life, really. But you're also fearful about it. You're apprehensive. You're unsure about exploring that thing. And what then usually happens is is that your interest usually wins, and you go and you start looking into it more. Because it does fascinate you. There's definitely an interest there. Even though you don't have any experience with it, you don't really know what it is, but there's something there, your muse, you start to become more in touch with your intuition, your own muse starts speaking to you, and you start listening to that. And when you do listen to that, you find yourself feeling like you're on the right path, and you'll have more fulfillment and meaning in your life. And you'll feel like you're on track with something. And you'll explore that thing, and in my case, mediumship, and you'll find that that thing, whatever it is, is very natural. It just comes natural to you. Your first early on experiences 
are most likely, if this is something you're meant to do, is going to be natural. It's going to feel natural. It's going to come relatively easy to you. That is the universe giving you a little hint that this is something to stick to, something to keep pursuing. And it's really a gift in that way because when I'm, what happens after that is, is that you'll have to go through this leg period of actually developing it, learning more about yourself, and you'll come to validate those early on experiences later on in your life, going through spiritual development, spiritual development, personal development, that sort of thing. And you'll come to realize that when this call had initially presented itself to you, it's actually what you feel and what you know in your heart is what you came here to do. At least one of the things anyways. And that could be that. It could be something else too. Um, it's very possible that you start out on one journey and another call presents itself to you 10 or 20 or 30 years down the line and then you go and do that. Or you hit upon the thing, this one thing that you do for the rest of your life. It's going to vary from person to person. But what I'm trying to explain here is, is that if you are mediumistic, if you have this quality within, if it's something that you're meant to do in the world, you're most likely going to find that when you first do one of your first readings early on, it's going to feel very natural and it's probably going to be pretty damn good. It's probably going to be a pretty good reading as far as evidence goes. Structurally, it may not be, but as far as evidence comes from the person communicating with you from spirit, it's going to feel very natural. You're going to feel like you're in the right place. Um, now, as you go on this path and you become more interested in it, you start taking classes. You start learning more about the subject matter. Maybe you even start charging for your readings or you, you have a certain level of confidence now where you can go out and kind of start doing this type of work. And during this time, you may even find yourself doing little workshops here and there, um, which is great. But what I want to say now is, is that the sooner that you can find a mentor, a teacher, the better off you'll be. Because what a teacher and a mentor can provide for you is enormous value in regards to mediumship. Someone that you know you can trust, someone that's been doing it for like decades, literally teaching and doing their own mediumship work as well. That's someone you want to, that's someone you want to learn from because they're going to give you actual gold. I mean, like uh, figuratively speaking anyways, um, they're going to give you gold. Like the, the information they're going to provide to you is going to be so valuable and so helpful that it may make the difference between you quitting mediumship and you seeing it through. So my suggestion is, is that you should do workshops. You should be practicing the mediumship. Maybe you do donations, maybe you charge, maybe you do it for free, whatever it is earlier on. It doesn't really matter. It's whatever you feel called to do. And you try out different teachers, different mentors. You see who resonates with you. You see who doesn't resonate with you. And then eventually you want to come to a teacher, one teacher, and you want to learn from them, however long you feel you need to be with them. And you stay with them throughout that process. It could be multiple years that you're with that one teacher. 
I would suggest doing that because if you have two or three different teachers throughout that time period of really learning and really grounding yourself in the work, it's going to be too confusing. So you want to narrow yourself down to one teacher. So after you have the teacher and you're working with them for a while, eventually you're going to have to go on, you know, go and actually do events and, and whatever it is that you do. Maybe you're already doing that before you, you get the teacher. That's also fine. I believe that the teacher will present itself to you when, when you're ready. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I'm a firm believer in that because that's how it worked for me with even starting mediumship. It came to me at just the right time in my life um, synchronistically. So I think when, when the call presents itself to you, it's going to be synchronistic. When the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That will also feel very synchronistic. It'll just click. Um, now, I think, I think what people have to understand too with mediumship development is that it's not a journey of fun, exciting, amazing moments day after day every day. It's not like that at all. What the general population, what the general public doesn't know about mediumship development is that even if you are, even if you, you, you are natural, you know, with it in the beginning and you have that quality within you, you're still going to have to go through some development process with that expression. And that's not always easy. It doesn't always come easy. You know, it takes focus. It takes discipline. It takes dedication. It takes devotion. And you have to be willing to stick out that leg period where it's not fun and exciting, where you're want to, you're going to want to quit. You're going to want to give up because no one knows about you. Nobody cares that you're doing mediumship. You're not selling out events and shows. People aren't banging down your door for a reading. I mean, I think that's, just expect that to happen. It's not going to be the most fun and exciting thing. That honeymoon phase, that, that, that passion, that excitement, that fun will be there in the beginning, but just expect that it's probably going to wear off. And it'll kick back in again when you start to understand the mechanics of the communication, when you understand yourself more, when you know, when you are crystal clear in your heart, with your mind, you're, 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 you understand yourself on a deeper level that as a person, this is something I'm meant to do, then things will begin to click. But if you're always doubting yourself, which you're going to, you're going to doubt yourself. You're going to want to quit. But it's the people that stick through that that stick it out, that just keep going, that eventually will become successful at it in some way. Maybe not financially, but just maybe just as just fulfilling and something meaningful in their life. But success usually comes with, with that when you find your unique gift and ability and you work that thing for years um, and you share that with a gallery of people or individuals or whatever, and you've worked it to such a degree that it's such a high quality that people are just going to be just going to pay you to do that thing because it's of enormous value. And that's what it takes in mediumship development is, is that to stick through it for many, many years until you reach a high degree and then you're able to share that with people because it is of enormous value. And I, I've seen that with doing these readings. I've seen how it helps people. It's a it's a it's a niche that 
it can't happen in any other area of life except through a medium um, in its own unique way. Now, obviously, when it comes to grief, I'm definitely not opposed to people, you know, going to see a therapist, counseling. You got to do whatever you got to do, what feels right for you. But this is something that is there that's real and that if a medium develops themselves to a high degree, a high level, can provide enormous value to the individual, to the people here. So if you think that mediumship development isn't, you know, is going to be fun and amazing and exciting, it's going to make you happy all the time, you're mistaking and you're going to be very, very disappointed when you start it. And it's the people that stick through that, that leg period, that stick through the plateaus because plateaus are inevitable. You're going to hit them. You're going to be on plateaus longer, much, much, much longer than you will see, be seeing progress. But it's the people who stick through that, and that goes across the board with anything in life, that then will see that success and, and, and be able to experience that with people. So just something to be aware of when you're starting mediumship. The fun, exciting thing is, is going to wear off. But it's, it's when you stick through that and you, you start to see the improvements, you start to see it, it paying off, then the passion, that it'll come back again. It'll be that, that, that kind of that excitement, that fun there, um, like it was when you first started. But my suggestion to you and my advice is, is to stay with it. Pick something. You know, you, if you have a calling for this, if the call presented itself to you with mediumship, you are going to miss something um, if you don't do that thing. And what that what you're going to miss is, is you're going to miss a meaning. You're going to miss a purpose in your life, something fulfilling. Will it completely, ultimately, 100% fulfill you all the time? No. But it's in the regards to doing something in this world, because we're here to do something. I mean, unless you're going to be a, a monk living in a monastery, which is also fine, if that's what you feel called to do, you're going to be doing something then. And even monks in them do something. They're doing something, uh, practicing the meditation, reading, whatever they do with that, scriptures or their their own, um, whatever that is and with being a monk. But um, I got off on a little, I lost my spot here. <laughs> with what I was talking about. Um, you're going to have to do something in the world. So if this is something that you feel called to do, just stick it out. Through thick and thin, that's that's when, you, that's when people see results in their life is when they get through those periods. And it's the people that quit too soon that didn't see that progress. Now, is that everything? No, it's not everything. But I think it's it's worth it. I think it is worth it to stick through um, that plateau phase, that leg phase, the part that's not funny, exciting, when nobody knows about you, nobody cares that you're a medium or you're doing this work or, or whatever, and you're not selling out shows, you're not super popular. I mean, that's just inevitable. Just accept that and accept that reality. And that's the time to find a teacher, to find a mentor, to practice your abilities and then, at one point, you'll be able to share a really amazing service, a high-quality service to share with people, and that's, that's worth it. That's worth 
that's worth it to do that. Um, what else do I want to talk about in regards to that? Always trust your muse. Always trust your own intuition with even the things that I'm saying. Um, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. Pick one thing. Um, you're going to be interested when you when you first start this sort of thing, even in mediumship development, you're going to be interested in all sorts of things. And I think it's great to dabble around in different things and learn different things. Um, but at some point you got to come to something and you got to, you got to be disciplined enough to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on this thing and we'll see where it goes. And give yourself like 10 years, seriously. Um, when you spread yourself too thin with too many things, you're never really going to get, you're never really going to squeeze the juice out of it, you know, to get the most out of that thing by doing multiple things. And I'm not opposed to that at all. Some people may feel called to do that, and that's great. But when you're in these earlier phases of development with something, when you're learning more about it, especially if you feel called to do mediumship, my suggestion is that you stay with just that one thing. Because, it's, again, especially early on in development, you're going to want to put your energy and time towards that so you can, um, you can develop that thing and put your focus and attention there. Because when you're new to it, and if you're trying to develop three or four other things in your life, like multiple different things, it's like, how can you expect to really get anywhere with it when you're when you're when you're spreading yourself thin when you want to do life coaching you want to be a spiritual teacher you want to be a healer you want to be a psychic you want to be a medium you want to be a fitness coach you want to be all these different things health person whatever you know just pick one thing in regards to your life purpose now obviously you're going to want to do other things in your life personal hobbies you, you know family friends that's fine but pick one thing when it comes to life purpose and put your time and energy towards that, develop it, work it for many, many, many years until A, you exhaust it and your muse is telling you that it's time to move on to the next journey, the next phase of your life, or B, you, you have found that thing and that's the thing you're going to do for the rest of your life. So it's going to be one of those things, um, but my suggestion is, is that just pick one thing, and if it's mediumship, if that call presented itself to you early on, just follow that through. Trust your muse. Your muse will guide you. It'll always tell you the right thing for you. You know, so trust that. Your guides, your spirit, spirit guides. You know, they'll tell you. Just keep going. Just keep trying. Don't give up yet. Just keep taking it one step at a time. This is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. Another side note there. Um, this is lifelong. Mediumship development is a lifelong journey. Um, you always can work on things. You always can focus on something and develop one area of it more than the other or focus more on one area of it um, than the other. You know, it's just, it's a lifelong journey. So expect that progress is going to be slow. Expect to be on the plateau a lot most of the time, 
Expect that it's not always going to be fun and exciting. Expect that it's not always going to make you happy. But what you can expect is is, is um, what you can expect with this is is that by staying with it, you're gonna feel that fulfillment. You're gonna feel like you're doing the right thing. You're in the right place. You're gonna feel like you're on track with your life. You're not gonna feel lost in that regard. So that is amazing when you can find that. When that call presented itself to you and you can kind of rise to that occasion and you can do that thing and no one's forcing you to get to a certain level, no one's telling you you have to be this good or that good, all I'm suggesting is is that you just do that thing at your own pace, at your own pace and see where it takes you. Be open to it. Don't be attached to anything with it. Just allow it to express, to be expressed through you. Um, so I'm going to wrap up this episode here. I hope that was helpful. I wanted to give you kind of a broad, very broad, um, uh, bird's eye view sort of thing on that journey without really going into the details of, of mediumship development and the mechanics of it, but more of like the journey process of it. Um, and again, I, I really feel that in life, if there, if um, you're presented with a call to follow that thing, I feel like the call will present itself to you. Accept it. Move forward with it at your own pace. You will feel when you do that thing, especially early on, and even when you keep doing it, to be honest with you, you'll feel like the spiritual essence flowing through you. You're going to feel completely connected to it, especially when the readings are going really well. You'll feel like you're in the right place. You'll feel that fulfillment, that meaning there in your life in regards to doing something here in this world. That will be there. It'll almost feel like you're glowing from within. And these are indications that you're following your life's purpose. So pay attention to those. If you're feeling that, that's a really good sign you're doing the right thing. If you don't feel any of that, I would suggest to just be open to other possibilities in your life. Um, but again, I feel like the call, like it'll just present itself to you. Um, and then what I would suggest is, is that try different teachers early on. You're going to find value in every teacher that you, that you have. At least something will be of value, so it won't be a complete waste of time. And then pick one teacher that, you, that resonates with you. And stay with that one teacher. Don't go once you pick one teacher after trying out different teachers. Stay with them, and don't get distracted um, by other teachers or you know you know another medium and they're saying how amazing that teacher is. Just trust your own muse and intuition with the teacher you feel called to do, and stay with them because they're going to provide you if they are legitimate. Um, they're going to provide you with enormous value. They're going to give you so much. Um, and if you stay with that person, you're, you're, you're going to get a lot out of it. And again, that may make or break you sticking with mediumship. So find a teacher, focus on one thing, especially early on in your development phase. Um, now again, after, maybe after 10, 15 years, you've picked that one thing, you focus on it. Your muse is telling you to move on and do something else, then do something else and then put your time and attention towards that. Um, but especially when you're when you're starting out and you're developing, don't spread yourself too thin. Um, 
that's just my suggestion anyways. And then what I would say next is um, just have the right expectations with it. You know, it's not always going to be fun and exciting, but it will be fulfilling. You will feel like you're in the right place. Um, and don't expect it always to make you happy in this development phase, in this leg period, because you're going to hit plateaus. And that's not the time to give up when you hit plateaus, because that happens to everyone in anything that you do. You can start mediumship development. It can be going great. You're having fun. This is amazing. You hit a plateau for a year, and you feel like, yep, this isn't for me. And then you move on to the next thing. And that thing's fun and exciting. And then what happens then? The fun, the honeymoon phase wears off again, just like it did in the last one. And you find yourself stuck, confused. What should I do? Just follow your muse all the way through. Don't give up on it. Because even if you do choose a new direction, it's naive to think that that other thing is going to be super easy, super fun all the time. It's always going to make you happy. That's false. That's an illusion. Not going to happen. So you're better off to stay with what you initially felt called to do, what that call presented itself to you, and just stay with that for as long as you feel necessary. Maybe that, you know, that's different for everyone. It's going to vary. But trust your muse over, over your own, even your teacher, and even you know, everyone just trust your own intuition. It'll point you in the right direction. So I'm going to end it there. I hope this is a value for you today. I hope this is helpful. And that's what I would have to say in regards to the journey of kind of your unfolding your mediumship, um, kind of, you know, things to expect and that sort of thing. And, you know, getting a teacher focusing on one thing and just going with that for some time. So again, thank you for listening. And I will catch you in the next episode.